everybody, you're listening to Brin's News, and welcome back. Today I'm here with somebody that I call Grammy. Hi, Brin. Hi, how are you? I am fabulous today. <laughs> I'm so excited that you, you're wanting to make a podcast about this. Yes. And why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about? We are going to talk about Ukrainian pasanki, which means decorated egg in Ukrainian. Yeah, and it was a really good talent with her when she was in her 20s. So, let's get started. So, I've already made a egg as i like to call it just egg for short because if you just kept saying that long word wouldn't it get too hard to say well you have to tell people what it is because most people have no idea if you say pasanki what that means oh yeah so if you just say i'm gonna make an egg people would think you're gonna go to a farm and get an egg and most people, when they see them, they think that they're painted, and they're not painted. They're actually made with wax and dyes. Right, yeah. And do you want to tell them what makes them more interesting? Like, what, what about um, the egg makes it more interesting when you learn about it, Bran? Uh, Sure. So she comes up with like a booklet, I think, and those colors actually mean things. Right, the colors and the symbols, they all have specific meanings, yep. And that's why there and that's why she actually you she actually used to make it constantly and she was in this book. She was in a lot of books and magazines. Because it's the belief that the meaning transfers from the egg to the person that receives the egg. So it's, it's um, a very customized type of a gift. Oh, and she used to type out a booklet of it for each person, and that's why they cost about a lot of money. And also, if they were um, goose eggs, they would cost a lot more because they're bigger. Well, and it takes quite a while to do. And if you make a mistake, you can't fix it. But the one reason that um, you don't see a lot of them or you can't make them quickly is because there's no machine that can make them. You can't make one and then a machine makes, like with paintings, you can make an original and then there, there's machines that print out um, like copies. So there's no machine that can duplicate them. So every egg is really a one of a kind because every one is done by hand. And every egg will take the guys differently. And since you have to do it all freehand, you know, each one will 
Yeah, so you can't make like one egg that's the same. Right. You can make the same design again, but no two eggs will ever look exactly the same just because anytime you do something by hand, draw it by hand, it's never going to look exactly like the first one you did. But it's also because every egg will take the dyes differently. So and, and what, do you remember what Grammy told you the most fun part of the whole process is to watch? Yeah, melting the wax off. It's so cool. She burns it off with a candle. And if it explodes, then it explodes. And, and why, is, why is that um, the most fun part to watch, Brynn? Because when you put the dyes and waxes in, they look darker. But when they all come off, you actually get to finally see the, the, what is it? The end of the egg. Right, you get to see all the colors that you put on and all the designs. Right, because the wax covers everything up. Normally, what, you start with, um... What color is the egg, and then tell them how, how you kind of do the process with the dyes, Brent, so they can kind of understand that. Oh, yeah. So, you, ha you have to first choose which colors you want, like if you were painting. That's kind of how you start off. And then after, you have to choose these certain colors that will that will actually mix in with the rest of your colors, or else it will just turn out brown. And you have to start with the lightest colors and work to your darkest colors, right? Yeah. And tell them what's really the purpose of the wax, remember? Oh, yeah. The purpose of the wax is that because when it happens, what happens is the wax, if you were just painting, you know how sometimes some people can get a little bit messy and it starts looking brown? The wax covers, so you first like put the dye on and then you wax over what you want that color. But first we start with the white egg and anything we want to be white, we draw that design on with the wax and that keeps the dye that lightest color dye from penetrating through the wax. So that's the purpose of the wax. It keeps it where the dye, the next color of dye, won't go through that wax. Yeah, like watercolors. Sometimes they can get a little bit messy over it and then turn into a big mess. So you work from the lightest to the darkest. Now there is an exception, but... Typically, that's what every egg design is. You work from your lightest to your darkest colors, and then when you take it out of the darkest color, that's when you hold the egg over the candle and you melt all the wax off so you see the design and all the colors are underneath of that wax. Oh, yeah, now I remember. And so, also, the wax that she keeps talking about, she hasn't explained where you put the wax. You put the wax in this kind of like 
old-fashioned pen, I like to call it, because it looks like an old-fashioned pen. Do you remember what it's called? No, not really. It's called a kistka. K-I-S-T-K-A, and that just means writing tool in the Ukrainian language. Cool. Ukrainian language is very cool, and there's like this little tiny pit that you put it in, and the wax just goes in there. Right. There's a little funnel in the top of it, and then it melts down through these teensy tiny little tips, and that's how you draw the designs on. So the only purpose of the wax is to seal the areas on the egg so they won't take the dye. Okay, now we're going to go to our break. Bye, everybody. Break time. Welcome back from your break. Let's begin the show now. Okay, welcome back. And so we're going to be talking with some symbols. And Grammy will tell you all about the symbols. What makes um, this so interesting is that before Christianity, all of the symbols had what would be called pagan meanings. But then once they adopted Christianity, they gave most of the symbols Christian meanings. So to me, that makes them much more interesting when you realize what everything can mean on the egg. And I will go over some of, not specifically for every symbol what it means, but to give you an idea of what some of the symbols mean. Okay, let's start. Okay. Um, They can mean life, um, Christianity. It can, uh, they can represent knowledge, health. Um, They can represent productivity. They can represent leadership and the kind of strength that overcomes problems. They can represent elegance, beauty, artistry, immortality, um, strength. Some can represent like the Holy Trinity or the family, like father, mother, child, birth, life, and death. It can represent God's love towards man. See. Oh, fishing for men is one. Mm-hmm. And, like, motherhood, the giver of life and gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, they can also, like, for example, the spider, which is going to be a design that Brynn wants to add to an egg that she and I are going to do together. That can represent patience, good luck. Artistry and industry and healing powers. That's what the spider represents. Yeah. Um, they, one, like an endless line represents eternity. How about God's eye? That's, that is a triangle with a, cent, a circle in the center of it. That's God's eye watching over you. Um, like a pussy willow, that's the anticipation of spring. Sometimes like the sun, that's the symbol of life and the love of God. Um, there's protection of the young. That's 
a hinge seat, which is can be a geometric type design. Um, then it can represent fire as the symbol of life giving heat. I said there's there's so many symbols and the different meanings. It's just and that that's one of the reasons that I um, created the booklet because I wanted people to understand what their egg actually means. Um, and it's not just that the eggs are pretty or interesting. The eggs actually were thought that, that the meanings of all the symbols and colors on the egg would transfer from the egg to the person that received the egg. And that's why when I create eggs, I like to create a design either for a specific occasion, like say the birth of a new baby, um, or for that specific person that's going to receive that egg so that it represents everything that they're either wanting to achieve in their life or just that speaks about who they are as a person. And that's, to me, what this art form is all about. Um, and they did give the eggs for every occasion from birth to death. Um, it would, when they would build, before they would build a new house, they would put an egg in the four corners of like where the foundation of the house would be. Um, and that was in the pagan meaning to protect the house from evil spirits. Um, when someone would die, they would always place a black and white egg, just a black and white egg in the coffin with the person. And that was to ensure their entry into heaven. It was supposed to ward off the evil spirits and ensure their entry into heaven. So there's just so much fascinating history that goes along with the art form. Cool. So that, that's a general shortened version of, you know, what, what the art form is about and the importance of the symbols. Mm-hmm. But the colors also, you know, have specific meanings and um, that, you know, that also ties into when you're creating a design, what you have to think about. Oh, so... Um, I'm thinking back when you said about the designs and the personalities. So, uh -huh. so you'd have, so say I could make an egg that matched somebody's personality and gave it yes. to them with the booklet. Right, right. And that's, it takes, you know, it, it can take a lot of time to sit and, you know, think about what you want to put on your egg. But that's also what makes it so unique, and it's, you know, a very one-of-a-kind gift that, you know, you can't just go out to a store and buy. Um, and that is one of the main reasons, that, that is actually the reason I began creating uh, the Pasenki. But it's, it's one of the reasons that I love it, because it's... Um, you know, just such a unique, a, a unique gift. Mmm, wow. So, um, I remember you telling me once that 
there's no machine that can copy what you do on an egg. That's right. There's no, there is no machine that can um, create these eggs. They are all done by hand. And even if you would do the same design, like over and over and over and over, no type of egg can is is alike. Right. No two eggs will ever look alike because with them each being done by hand, they're going to look a little different. But also, every egg will take the dyes differently. Mm-hmm. So that will also make them unique. Yeah, I guess. So, remember when I was once doing that, the pink? It turned out mm-hmm. like this this maroonish. Right, it turned out very deep. Um, yes, yeah, like a burgundy color. Mm-hmm. So, you never know how the egg is going to take the dyes. And that's also the reason why you have to use farm fresh unwashed eggs. Because if, like the, the eggs that you get at the grocery store, they have been like washed with chemicals to get them super white you know, and clean. Well, if you get those eggs, they probably either won't take the dyes at all or they will take them very unevenly because of these chemicals that they've used to wash the eggs with. So I can't just go to the grocery store and buy eggs. Um, Another thing that is important is you have to make sure that the eggs don't have cracks in them. Um, That, you know, that will make it to where if when you go to work on them, um, you know, either the dye will seep into those cracks or they could explode on you while you're working. And so Mm -hmm. you have to, I look for a shape, you know, I look for a nice shape. Um, So there, there are a lot of things that you have to think about even just picking out the egg that you're going to work on? Uh-huh. So, if you used just tiny eggs, like those tiny eggs, you'd be able to make a lot of different things. Um, yeah, the, and they do have to be white. You cannot use colored eggs because mm-hmm. your, the dyes won't take mm-hmm. on, like, say, a brown egg or... Like emu eggs, they're a very, very, very deep green. They have to be white. Um, and they can't be, like say, um, people before had given, brought me robin's eggs that had been, you know, like the nest had fallen out of a tree. But you can't use those eggs either because they're blue. So they do need to be white eggs. Um, but... The little tiny eggs are from a type of chicken. They're bantam chickens. Mm. And I love to work on those little teensy tiny eggs. And in fact, I had even made some of those then into necklaces. Oh, yeah. Um, what if you, So, and you could probably make those into little tiny earrings. Um, yeah, they'd be awfully big earrings. If you, mm-hmm. Some people might be able to wear them. But they'd be awfully big earrings. I've never made any into earrings. Now, there were a couple times that I got some really teensy, tiny little bantam eggs. But to try to find, you know, you would never find two that would be exactly the same size. So that would mm-hmm. make it a little hard to oh. try to find two that looked close enough in size to make them into earrings. Yeah. But that is an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
but I, I haven't been able to find um, little baby eggs down here. I used to be able to get those when I lived back in Illinois, but I haven't found those down here in North Carolina. My favorite size to work on are goose eggs, and those are also hard to find. Um, I, I would work on, I like to find the double yolk hen eggs because they're bigger than just like a standard chicken egg, duck eggs. Duck eggs, the shells a lot of times are a little bit smoother, which I like, but those are harder to find. Um, ostrich eggs, even though people would think those are the easiest to work on because they're so big, they're actually the hardest. And that's because the shells are super slick and the wax does not want to stick real well. So you have to be really, really careful that you have the wax everywhere on the egg before you put it into the dye. But also, um, ostrich eggs are sort of, they can have like little pits, almost like an orange peel. Um, so that makes it hard. But also what makes ostrich eggs so hard to work for is the size. It's very hard to hold it in your hand being so large. Mm -hmm. I haven't, I've never found any ostrich eggs that were not already hollowed out. And so then you also have the problem of the dyes seeping inside the egg um, during the dyeing process, which is always a pain. And then if it's a hollowed out egg, it won't sink into the jar of dye. It'll kind of bounce around like a, a bobber that, um, you know, if you're fishing. So that's difficult. Um, but it would, you would have to have a drill if you found ones that were not hollowed out. The shell is so, so thick and strong that like an adult man could stand on the ostrich egg and it wouldn't crack. So it would be hard for me to try to um, drill and, you know, to hollow out an ostrich egg. Mm -hmm. But I've only done two ostrich eggs, and I sold both of them. I regret selling the last one I did. Um, but, you know, I, I, I had the same man buy both of the ostrich eggs. So, you know, he... He really appreciated the work, and so I guess I don't feel as bad when I know somebody, you know, truly, truly appreciates um, your artwork. Yeah, I guess so. And I, yeah, so how do you even hollow out the eggs? Um, well, first, I usually poke a little bit, a little tiny hole in the top, and then... You have, I poke a bigger hole in the bottom, um, and that's where, like, you blow the inside out through the bottom so that, you know, you, you have the tiniest of holes possible on the top part of the egg that you're going to see. Um, I used to, when I first started, I didn't use to hollow the eggs out at all because traditionally you would not do that. You would leave the inside intact and most of the time um, the inside will eventually just dry up and if you would shake it after years 
it would kind of sound like a little rubber ball inside the egg. But the problem with that is that sometimes when the bari bariatric um, pressure changes in the air, it can make the egg explode. And believe you me, there is nothing worse than the smell of a rotten egg. It will sound like somebody has popped a balloon, but then you get the odor and it, it's a mess. It, it's a real mess and it's hard to clean up. Um, and then also, if the reason that I hollowed out the very first egg, I was at one of my art shows and there was a family that had, was visiting that area from California. And they were going, you know, they were going to have to put it on the plane to fly back with them. And I said, oh, you know, it would explode. The, the different air pressure in the plane wouldn't cause that egg to explode. So right there at that art show, I had to find, um, you know, something sharp enough that I could put the holes in the egg. And I had to blow it out like by mouth. And that's, it's hard to do. So there is a little gadget that you can get, and it's actually called an egg blower. And it's like a little bulb thing that fits onto, it's kind of like a needly kind of a nail that's uh, fixated to this. So I poke the holes now in the egg with that, and then you just use your hand and you just have to keep squeezing it. You have to stick a wire up inside to try to break the yoga. So um, it still takes, you know, some effort. And you have to be careful when you're hollowing the egg out, too, because, well, sometimes if, if it isn't totally fresh, just by poking one hole in the egg, it might explode, which is really frustrating when you've spent all that time to do it because that's the very, very last thing you do is to hollow the egg out. Um, but it's, you know, it, it can still take some effort to get it all hollowed out, but that's much easier than to, you know, try to blow it out like by, you know, with your breath trying to blow the, it's almost like if you were blowing up a balloon in a way. And it, that can be, that can, you know, make you get dizzy and <laughs> So the little gadget is much easier. Mm-hmm. And so thanks for joining me, Grammy. And thanks for telling me about the eggs. Well, thank you for including me in this in this new blog that you're doing, Grand. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Bye guys. <laughs>